Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Praise God, praise God. Don't you feel the presence of the Lord in this place? Why don't we take just a minute? Why don't we lift our hands to the Lord? Why don't we just go ahead and thank Him for His presence? God, thank you. Thank you, God. Hebrews 11 and 1, and I'm not going to leave you standing very long, but just uh, two nights ago, I believe it was the night before last, come over, I begin to pray, begin to seek the face of the Lord, and God spoke to me very clearly and directly about <clears throat> what needed to be said tonight, what needed to happen, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to be obedient to the Holy Ghost tonight, I'm just going to do what God wants, but I... I you know, it's, it's Wednesday, but <clears throat> when I was growing up, we, we used to have church on Wednesday night, so, so we'll just we'll try that tonight and see what happens. Hebrews 11 and 1, if you got it, say amen. If you're going to cheat and look at the screen, say amen. <laughs> now, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Do you understand that if there's no hope, there's no substance? Because faith is simply what you're hoping for becoming reality. It's the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. We're going to come back to that in a minute. I'm going to draw you, I'm just going to take just... From Hebrews 11 1, we, we all, we've read it 100,000 times. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And I want to talk to you for the next few minutes of time uh, on this subject frustrated faith. Frustrated faith. Frustrated faith. Why don't we lift our hands and our voice and and ask God to release the gift of faith in this place. God, I'm asking you to release a gift of faith. Lord, we don't really have it. It's frustrated. It's weary. It's tired. It's, it's, un, it's questionable. It's embittered. But I'm asking you to just release a gift of faith tonight. Give us faith when we don't even understand it. Give us an answer when we don't even know where the answer came from. God, let us be able to walk in your goodness. Let the Holy Ghost speak to us tonight on a very personal level. Help us. 
wants God to speak into the deep places of the souls of men that your name and your word and your goodness God would move forward in this place let us be primed and ready God and willing and able to take on the responsibility of revival and what you're sending we'll give you glory we'll give you honor we'll give you praise for it in Jesus name in Jesus name everyone said amen Amen. You may be seated. He's, the, the, the writer of Hebrews says in verse 3, It is through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear, or things that are seen. It goes on to tell us what Abel did by faith and what Enoch did by faith. And in verse 6 it tells us that without faith it is impossible to please God. It's impossible for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We understand the he is part, but sometimes we don't understand the rewarder of them that diligently seek him part. But I want to tell you in the onset of this message that God is and that he is a rewarder. That God, although he's in the heavens and we understand that there's one Lord and one faith and one baptism, we, we ought to understand that that God is a rewarder. He is a father that said, if you ask me of bread, I'm not going to give you a stone. I'm going to give you what you've asked me to give you. I feel the Holy Ghost right now telling somebody that God is still able to give you what you ask him to give you. He's still able to perform what he said he would perform. Your, your adversary, uh, I, I don't know how long this is going to be, so I better move on. Uh, your adversary is after your faith. He desires to steal your faith. And the way that he steals your faith, we find, is through sifting. Simon Peter, Satan has desired you that he might sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail you. I pray that you, you understand if, 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 the, if, if the enemy can steal your faith, he makes it impossible for you to please God. Impossible. I love it. I love the mercy and the goodness of God because it doesn't say that unless you're perfect, you can't please God. It doesn't say that, that unless you do everything right, you can't please God. It doesn't say that unless you get all your ducks in a row and you know exactly what every day is going to bring and you never sin and you're perfect. And, and It doesn't say that. It says the only thing that you need to please God is faith. Because it's that element of faith that speaks to us and lets us know that if we do sin, that we have an advocate who's the high priest and we're able to go before him. But if you don't have faith, you don't have faith. And you, you understand he wants to steal your faith, but he's just as content with causing your faith to be frustrated. Frustrated is defined as feeling or expressing distress. And annoyance, especially because of an inability to change or achieve something. It is preventing from progressing, succeeding, or being fulfilled. To feel distressed and annoyed because you don't have the ability to change or to achieve what you want to achieve. Being frustrated is being prevented from 
from, from progressing or succeeding or being fulfilled the way that you want. If he cannot steal your faith, he's okay with that because all he needs to do is cause your faith to be frustrated. All he needs to do is cause you to feel defeated, discontented, discouraged to cause your faith to be disheartened and embittered and if he can get you to feel resentful and ungratified he will frustrate your faith and he will cause you to be unable to please God if he can't steal your faith he's okay because a frustrated faith is just as appealing and effective as no faith at all I'm going to preach to you for a few minutes I Frustrated because the answer has not come. Frustrated because change has not happened. Frustrated because you're doing all that you can do, but you're still not moving forward. Frustrated because all the pieces are in place, but you still can't succeed. Frustrated because you wake up every day feeling unfulfilled and like you're a failure. Frustrated because what you sought to achieve and what you put effort into has not been manifested. And now our faith is frustrated. He wants to frustrate our faith today. Can I just tell you that the voice of frustrated faith has a very peculiar sound. The voice of frustrated faith has a very distinct sound. The voice of frustrated faith, I believe, it sounds like this as the psalmist begins to write. How long wilt thou forget me, O Lord? Forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrows in my heart daily? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? He says, Lord, how long will you be looking on or looking past me? Take my soul from destruction. How long will sinners, Lord, will they joy over us? You understand that the voice of frustrated faith sounds like this. How long? How long? How long am I going to have to wait? How long is this going to stay this way? How long am I going to have to just sit here? When are you going to show up, God? How long is it going to be before you do something? How long? How long? No faith says it's never going to happen. But frustrated faith says when is it going to happen? How long is it going to be? I feel the Holy Ghost right now. How long am I going to have to sit here and do this over and over before you show up? How long, God, are we going to have to keep praying the same prayers before you answer us? How long? Our faith is frustrated because we've tried everything. We've been through every avenue, but nothing is any different, and we can't seem to get a straight answer from God. We begin to be blinded like the Jews. And they ask him. Then come the Jews round about him. And John and they said unto him. How long does thou make us doubt? If you be Christ tell us plainly. Lord. How long am I going to have to sit here. And be in doubt. If you're going to do it. Why don't you just do it already. God, if you're going to do it, just just put it out there and tell us the date and the time and tell us when it's going to show up and let us know when our prayers are going to be answered. I'm talking to somebody. Let us know, God, don't make us doubt. And you know what they do? They begin to blame God because of their doubt. 
just tell us you're making us doubt. It's your fault that we are the way that we are. If you would just tell us, we wouldn't doubt what was going on. Hurry up, God, and then my faith will be realized and I won't have to doubt anymore. Lord, if you just hurry up and answer me. <laughs> Mary, if you just hurry up and have that baby, people stop making fun of you and they get over. If you just hurry up, God, and show up for me, then I can get this off my chest. And God, if you just hurry up and give us the revival we've been praying for, then everyone would stop saying it's not going to happen. And God, if you would just hurry up and bring in the souls you said you were, if you'd hurry up and heal me, then people would look at me funny when I said you were going to do it. Listen, the devil wants to frustrate our faith. He wants to frustrate our faith. But Jesus doesn't give them the answer that they want. He said, I told you, and you believe not the works. You believe not. He said, the works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Well, I thought he would just tell us. He said, listen, I told you, and you believe not. Now I'm going to help you. The works that I do, that's going to bear witness of me. He's saying you might be waiting, and you might be doubting, and you might be frustrated. But while you're waiting, God's still working. He said, the works that I'm doing, that's going to speak for me. And just because he's not doing the work where I can see it and where it's affecting me does not mean that he's not still working. Oh, I'm going to just help you right now. I, ah, while I'm not seeing God move for me, it does not mean he's not moving. It does not mean he's not working. It does not mean he's not doing it. Listen, every time a church has revival, it lets me know God's still working. Every time somebody's lost loved one is saved, it lets me know that God's still working. And if he did it for them, then he's going to do it for me. If he did it for them, then he's going to do it for us. I just got to believe that he's working I've just got to believe that he's working I've just got to believe that he's working I've just got to believe that he's working God is no respecter of person. I've just come to tell you tonight, just hold on, 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 just hold on. Admirable, I have trouble with that word, Admiral James Stockdale. September 9th, 1965, was shot down from his A-4 Skyhawk in a small village in Vietnam. When he landed there, when, when he crashed down, he was taken and he was beaten severely and captured. And for the next seven and a half years, he spent in what POWs call the Hanoi Hilton. He was given no medical treatment for his badly uh, broken leg as he landed. He was tortured. Over 20 times he was tortured. When they sought to use him as propaganda, they were going to parade him around. He said, I took razors and I cut my own forehead so that they couldn't tell everybody everything was okay here. He said, we were going through a mess. We were being tortured. And they were trying to parade them around like we're taking care of them. 
And when they put a hat on him and you couldn't see his forehead, he said he took a stool and he beat his face until it was disfigured because he didn't want them to think that everything was okay over here. And I feel like preaching just for a second. Some of you are going through some things, and though you might not be disfigured, you, you need to understand that everything's not okay everywhere. There are people that are dealing with things that you cannot see, and there are people that are dealing with issues that you don't understand. And the enemy wants to paint a picture that nobody else is having the same struggle that you're having, and nobody else is dealing with what you're dealing with, and nobody, and no other church is having to fight this way. And he's trying to tell us that they're just having it easy. But it is not true. It is propaganda from hell. He was given no set release date. There was no certainty of survival. No one knew what they were going through. He had encoded messages secretly to his wife in letters that he was sending. And she was going throughout the United States during Vietnam trying to get support to get these men out of this place where they were being tortured. And Stockdale, he quoted, and they asked him, he said, I never lost my faith in the end of the story. How did you survive? How? I never lost my faith in the end of the story. I never doubted not only that I would get out, but also that I would prevail in the end and turn the experience into a defining event of my life, which in retrospect, I would not trade. And a man asked him in, in an interview and, and said, who are the ones that didn't make it out? Who are the ones that didn't survive? Tell me. And he said, that's easy. It was the optimist. They were the ones that said, we're going to be out by Christmas. And Christmas would come and Christmas would go. Then they'd say, we're going to be out by Easter. And Easter would come. And Easter would go. And then Thanksgiving. And then it would be Christmas again. And they died of a broken heart. He said, this is a very important lesson. You must never confuse faith that you will prevail in the end, which you can never afford to lose, with the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of your current reality, whatever they might be. He said, what I saw as I was there, I'm, I'm talking to somebody, right? What I saw is that the people that didn't make it were the ones that said, well, if God doesn't do it by this time, it's not going to happen. We're going to be out by Christmas, and if Christmas comes and it goes and it doesn't change, then we're, cha we're this is it. We're, if God doesn't do it, and he, it was the people that put time constraints on what God was going to do. But God never gave us a time constraint. God never said, I'll do it on this day. He just said, I'll do it. And if he said that he would do it, then I've just got to confront all the brutal reality of life. And I've got to confront how bad it is. And I've got to confront how hard it's going to be. And I've just got to say my faith will stand in the word of God. My faith will stand on what thus saith the Lord. And if it doesn't happen tomorrow, that's okay. It's going to happen the next day. And if it doesn't happen next week, I'm going to hold on because it might happen next month. And if it don't happen next month, I'm just going to hold on because it might be next year. But I believe, I believe, I believe that God is going to do what he said. I wish somebody would clap your hands and magnify the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I've just got to believe, I've just got to believe, I've just got to believe. 
Peter said you need to gird up the loins of your mind. You need to gird up the loins of your mind. And he said you need to hope to the end. You need to hope to the end. You need to hope to the end. I don't know how long, but I'm going, I'm not going to lose hope while I'm waiting. And I'm not going to frustrate my faith while I'm waiting. And they bring that man, that, that, that lunatic sundown. And Jesus walks off the mountain. And they said, we sought your disciples to help him. And they could not help him. And they could not cast out this devil. And they said, we're bringing him to Jesus. And the first thing Jesus does is he looks at the father and says, how long has he been in this mess? I assure you he wasn't asking for his own sake. I believe Jesus... It's just looking into the future. And he's saying, I've got some people there in Mount Carmel that have been asking for a long time, how long is it going to be, God? How long are we going to have to wait? When is it going to happen? God, I think we missed it. I think it's too far. And Jesus says, how long has he been this way? And the man said, he's been this way since he was a child. And Jesus said, that's good. Now let me fix the issue. I'm here now. It might have been since he was a youth. It might have been 10 years. It might have been 20 years. It might have been 30 years. Years, but he said it's okay because I showed up and I'm going to do the work I don't know how long it's going to be but if you can hold on till Jesus shows up oh, I wish someone would help me if you can hold on until Jesus shows up and that man at the pool of Bethesda had been laying there for 38 years but when Jesus showed up there was no more excuses of why it couldn't happen he just had to trust that God was there and when Jesus shows up there's going to be a change when he I don't know when, I don't know how but when he shows up hallelujah, hallelujah ah, don't lose hope, don't lose hope, don't lose hope because faith is the substance of things hoped for so don't lose hope don't, don't lose hope, I wish someone would look at your neighbor right now and tell them don't lose hope come on, tell them I feel the Holy Ghost trying to talk to somebody I feel the Holy Ghost trying to release faith to somebody don't lose hope David said, I'd almost given up my hope of seeing the blessing of the Lord in the land of the living. That, that, that's the, the BBE version. He said that I almost fainted because I didn't think I was going to see the blessing of God in the land of the living. But he said, let your hope be in the Lord. Take heart and be strong. Let your hope be in the Lord. I've just come to preach a little hope to somebody tonight. I've come to instill a hope in you. Somebody hear me. He said, my soul faint, fainted for the salvation of the Lord, but I hope in thy word. I've just got to trust that he's going to do what he said he was going to do. that he's going to do what he said he was going to do. Why don't we throw our hands up all over this building just for a minute. Uh, mm, mm, mm. Help me, Holy Ghost.
the worst situation in Israel's history, Jeremiah begins to lament. Halfway through his lamentation, his story changes. He said this, I recall to my mind. I remembered something, therefore I have hope. He said, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion. Therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him to the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. I don't understand it. Sometimes I don't get it. But I know if I plant my feet and wait on the Lord that something's going to happen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And David said, why are you crushed down on my soul? And why are you troubled in me? Put your hope in God. For I will again give him praise who is my help right now. I might be struggling right now. It might be hard. But I've got a proclamation. I'm going to give him praise again. I'm going to bless him again. Because he's going to show up. What are you supposed to do while you're waiting for God? You're supposed to praise him while you're waiting. You're supposed to magnify him. I wish someone would do that right now. Yet will I praise him more and more. I will hope continually and will yet praise him more and more. I don't understand it. My faith is frustrated, but I feel a praise in my spirit. I'm just going to wait on the Lord. And they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They will renew their strength. Somebody clap your hands and magnify him for a minute. I don't know when, but I know God is faithful. I'm talking tonight to people whose faith has been frustrated, whose faith has been embittered. You've almost lost hope, and you, you haven't told anybody. I want to tell you it's time. If there's ever been a time, now is the time to get the spirit of that woman who came to the unjust judge. Go away. I can't. Leave, I can't. Give up, I can't. He's not just, he's not good, he's not felt helpful, and he's not friendly. But the Bible says, because she kept going, because of importunity, because he was tired of hearing it, and she kept knocking, and she kept coming, and she kept asking, and she kept seeking, that finally he had to show up and answer. I've come to encourage you today that if there ever was a time for you to seek, now is the time to seek. And if there ever was a time for you to ask, that now. Now is the time for you to ask. And if there ever was a time for you to knock, that tonight is that time for you to knock. And if there ever was a time for you to go witness, now is that time to go witness. If there ever was a time for you to believe, now is the time for you to believe. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believe somebody has got to hear me. God is about ready to show up. God is about ready to answer. But don't quit asking.
God is about to answer. Write the vision and make it plain upon the tables that all that read it may run. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. I wish someone would make your your faith plain tonight. I wish someone would lift your hand and make your faith plain tonight. I wish you would write it. I wish you'd say it. I wish you'd make it plain. I wish you'd get a word of faith that said, I'm going to see the miraculous. I'm going to see God do what only God can do. I'm going to see my family saved. I'm going to see my family saved. I'm going to see my finances blessed. I'm going to see revival that we've been praying for. I'm going to see souls born again at this altar. I'm telling you, it's not long hence. It's not long hence. It's coming, church. It's coming, church. It's coming, church. I feel an unction of the Holy Ghost to tell you that you just keep on praying. It's coming, and it's going to come sooner than what you think it's coming. God has come to renew your faith and to take away that frustration and to give you a fulfilled faith and to give you a fulfilled love and to give you a fulfilled answer. Oh, I feel the Lord in this place right now. I feel the Lord in this place. Why don't we stand our feet and why don't we love him for just a minute? Uh Feel faith coming. Feel some people that are about to give up saying, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to quit. My faith is frustrated, but it's not gone. My faith is frustrated, but it's not gone. My faith is frustrated, but I still got just a little bit left. I still got a little bit of faith. I still got a trust and a hope. Let's pray. Let's fill out to the Spirit. I feel a great anointing coming into this place right now. I feel a great anointing coming into this place right now. I feel a great anointing coming into this place right now. Hebrews 10 and 36. Could you throw that up there? I'm closing right now. Hebrews 10 and 36. For you have need of patience. That after you have done the will of God. After you've done the will of God. Just leave that one there. You, you might receive the promise. While I begin to pray and while I begin to seek the Lord, 
A word come into my spirit. A word come into my heart. I've done the will of you might receive the promise. The word came. I begin to search. I begin to look. And Hebrews 10 and 37 came up. Took up here and for yet a little while. You know, a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. The Holy Ghost just kept speaking to me just a little while. <laughs> just a little while. It's not going to be long. It's not going to be as long as you think. I know you've held on, and you're asking how long, but I feel the Holy Ghost saying, yet a little while. <laughs> and he that shall come will come and will not tarry now the just shall live by faith but if any man draw back my soul shall have no pleasure in him I am not about to back up I'm not about to take a step backward I, I'm about to trust the Lord that said in a little while it's going to happen and God is going to show up and God is going to do what he said he was going to do it's just going to be a little while it's just going to be a little while it's going to be a little while. Uh -huh. It's going to be a little while. It's just going to be a little while. I understand. I understand. I understand. I understand. But God, I thought that I, I wrote it down. God, I thought that if it happened by this time, I'd believe you, but it didn't happen. God, I, I wrote it down that it was going to be this time, but it wasn't this time. And God, I thought it was going to be this season, but it wasn't this season. And God, my faith is frustrated, so I'm having a hard time believing a preacher that's telling me it's going to be just a little while. Just hold on. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming right now. I'm having a hard time believing that because my faith is frustrated. But I'm just asking you. I'm just asking you to not put a constraint on God, but to face the brutal facts of life and let's say I'm going to have faith, faith in the face of adversity. I'm just going to believe again. I'm just going to hope again. I'm just going to trust again. I know I'm frustrated in my faith because I prayed and I haven't seen an answer and I've been faithful and I'm wondering when God's going to be faithful. But I'm telling you tonight that the Holy Ghost just spoke to me and said just a little while. Just a little while, and what you've asked for is going to come. I, what you've asked for is coming. I, I feel a turning in the Spirit right now. I feel a turning in the Holy Ghost right now. I'm just telling you, just a little while, just a little while, just a little while. Reach over to whoever's beside you and grab their hand for a minute. We're going to agree together. We're going to agree together right now. Somebody needs to just say, I believe, God. I believe. I don't understand, but I believe. Come on, we need an agreement right now. Let their faith increase your faith. Come on. Let their faith increase your faith. Oh, where two or three agree as to touching any one thing, it's going to be done. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. I don't know how, but I believe again. I believe again. I believe again. Let it rise. Come on. Come on, somebody utter those words. God, I've been praying and that, but I believe. I believe again. I believe again. My faith has been frustrated, but I believe again. I be not weary in well-doing, for you shall reap. If you faint not, you shall reap. If you faint not, you shall reap. If you faint not. Oh, that's it. The Holy Ghost is moving right now. Come on. Husband and wife, mom and dad, 
why don't you grab a hand? Why don't you come to the altar? And why don't you make a proclamation that what we have sought God for, we're going to see it. What we have asked for, we're going to see it. Yet a little while. <laughs> that lost wayward son and daughter that you prayed for, God said, just a little while, just a little while. Don't let your faith be frustrated. Don't let your faith be frustrated. <laughs> Come on, let's lift our voice together. Something is happening at this altar. The Word of God is impenetrating our heart right now. He's beginning to speak into the very deep parts of our spirit. And He's saying, don't you worry. I told you it's going to be okay. Don't you worry. Don't you get upset. Don't you get mad at God. Don't you get upset at God because it hasn't happened. Why? Don't you just say, God, increase my faith. I've got faith, God, but it's frustrating. <laughs> Let God heal that right now. Let God give you hope again. Against hope, believed hope. And they received that hope, but somebody's just got to believe again. Whenever you're ready, that's it. Come on. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.